Hi there and welcome to the second of the Podcasting Virgin podcasts. My name's Adrian Hume and in this show I'm going to outline the preparation needed before going live. Before that I would like to thank all those who emailed wishing me luck. Last week's show, if nothing else, showed me that appearing natural on air is not all that easy, it says here. But I do hope you will notice a difference as I progress, and thanks to all those who subscribed on iTunes. At one time, Podcasting Virgin was number six in the podcasting category. If nothing else, it shows that many of you out there are interested in this relatively new media. Whilst on the subject of letters, boy did I open a can of worms of last week's show. Whoa, it seems Apple and Sony fans took offence with what I said about those two companies. Can I address you all when I point out that I have a Sony PlayStation, a Sony PSP, Sony phone and an Apple iPod and I think Apple computers are very pretty. Just kidding, before you all reach for your keyboards, let me just say I'm actually thinking of buying one of the new dual processor Apple computers. Hopefully that will put an end to all the emails on the subject. Okay, there's a lot of back office work you needed before you get anywhere near airing any material. You know, the things like email addresses, website for show notes, and so on. I was given permission to use the server at work to host my site on, so that helped me out no end. I don't want to get bogged down in the whole website creation mile at this stage, and it will be a subject for later on, but I will just touch on a few points. Before you sort out a website and email address, you need to think of a name for your website. And before that, you've got to know what your podcast is going to be about. I had a few ideas bubbling under, then I thought there must be hundreds of people in the same position as me, trying to piece a grassroots podcast together. So why not do a podcast about my experiences? Okay, now I knew what my podcast was going to be about, naming it would be the next task. Most hosting companies have a search facility that allows you to check if domain names have been taken. Podcast Virgin seemed to sum up what the podcast was going to be about. I remembered Rob Walsh of Podcast 411 in one of his excellent podcasts said, do a search on Google, this is a great way of summing up the competition for that particular name. Podcasting Virgin had 5 million hits and Podcast Virgin 4 million hits. If I was going to use the word virgin, this was something I was going to have to live with. Although the word podcasting virgin, with no spaces, had only one hit, and he did no hits on iTunes, so I thought that can't be bad. I checked and podcastingvirgin.com was available. So it was purchased for the princely sum of £7.99, that's about $5.20. My next job is to investigate the dark world of RSS feed files. For those of you out there new to podcasting, which is a club that I'm a fully paid up member of, An RSS feed is a type of file that allows users of podcast download programs such as iTunes and iPodder to subscribe to your podcast. After downloading an example from iTunes and with the help of Masters T. Morris and Evo Terra and their book Podcasting for Dummies, I was able to back engineer an RSS feed which I pointed to a short mp3 file on a subdirectory of my works website. Did it work? No. Okay, let's check it out. I found a few typos but still no joy. So it was onto the net to find help, and help was at hand in the shape of an excellent website, www.feedvalidator.org. Basically, you give Feed Validator the URL of your feed, and it checks it over and then gives you advice of where you're going wrong. In my case, I'd merged the example in Podcasting for Dummies with the example given in iTunes, and I'd duplicated a few lines. After a bit of editing using Windows Notepad, the words, Congratulations, this is a valid RS feed, appeared on the Feed Validator screen. So that tells you that the feed is grammatically correct, but how do I test to see if it's doing what I want it to do? After a little investigation, I found that iTunes allow you to test your links and feeds without actually submitting your podcast. 
what you do is use the subscribe to podcast command in the advanced menu of iTunes and a window opens up asking for the URL of your feed. Then you hit return. And I don't care how long you've been podcasting, I'm sure all podcasters can remember the feeling you get when you see your first podcast downloading before your eyes. If you don't feel like getting involved with RSS feeds personally, there are plenty of sites that will handle all the grief for you, Feedburner being just one. But if you are interested, check out Podcasting for Dummies by T. Morris and Evo Terra for a layman's discussion on RSS feeds. Okay, that'll do for this week. Next week I'll be attempting to record a show on my laptop. If you have any comments or criticism about this show, just shoot off an email to adrian at podcastingvirgin.com and I'll address any matter that arises in next week's show. Contact details for all the software, companies and individuals mentioned in this podcast can be found on www.podcastingvirgin.com. So until the next time, be good and stay lucky.